gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm the Gnarly Gnome, and this is Cincy Brewcast. Welcome back to another fantastic week, um, another episode. We're coming at you from the past to the future, because I'm working through the craziest schedule that I think I've tried to put together for the show, trying to prepare for um, the, uh, I need a clever nickname for number two, I call number one the terrorist. This one's, I guess, the the demon seed, maybe, we'll see. <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll be the good one. Um, so yeah, I've got a baby coming in um, a very short amount of time, so I'm trying to make a bunch of shows to try to prepare myself as best as possible. I didn't tell my wife yet, but I'm planning. So I do um, a weekly live stream on Monday nights because I need more shows just because I'm, you know, a, a masochist, I guess. But um, <laughs> I do it on Monday nights and it, it's looking right now like they're scheduling our C-section for a Monday night. So I haven't told my wife, but I'm probably going to bring a microphone and a laptop to the hospital and go downstairs and... <laughs> I'm going to podcast from the hospital after we had a baby. The last sad podcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> oh, no, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure something out. <laughs> um, we're at Wooden Cask. We are here to talk all things barrel aged beer, barbecue, uh, easy drinking beer. Uh, I don't know. We'll see where this takes us. Let's run around the table. Everybody, say hi. Introduce yourself so people can hear your voice and know who you are. Hello, my name is Randy. I'm the head brewer here, head brewer owner at Wooden Cast Brewing Company. Hi, I'm Michael, uh, the head distributor of Adina Distributing. And I am Trevor, the owner of Pitmaster Drunken Hog Barbecue. Everybody's got way better titles than I do. Head distributor, head brewer, pitmaster. <laughs> I got to come up with something clever. Um, before we dive into everything, we need to uh, to drink a beer. Because, From the beer fridge. You know, that's the reason we're all here, right? <laughs> um, Yay. You poured us uh, a nice big barrel-aged Scotch ale, Scottish ale. Scotch, what is, what yeah, is the style officially? So it's a Scotch ale, right, that we... Um, age in new riff um rye bourbon barrels and the uh the chose rye barrels specifically for this beer most of them we do bourbon this one is rye so yeah can we get a little geeky before we dive into the beer itself what is the difference between a scotch ale and a scottish ale or is there a difference there is it's alcohol level really so when you're you're um you're talking about the scottish ales those are usually the the low alcohol beers um the three percent up the kind of in the you know, five five and a half percent range um and the the scotch ale so those are the big the high alcohol um so you start around the, the five percent or seven percent and above um and this one comes in like 12 fish what? is that right yeah, yeah. so <laughs> the, the, the normal um scotch ale that we do for this uh, that we have on, on tap uh it's eight and a half percent alcohol beer um and we tweak the recipe just a little bit um for barrel aging um so and then we try to get really fresh barrels and uh, so yeah the the alcohol level will bear, vary by batch but uh, uh depends on some how much is in the barrels and how we treat them so right. i think this one's 117 so yeah it's um it's delicious. I love your barrel aged beers, and and maybe it is just that that freshness of the barrel that I that I enjoy so much. But it it they're they're boozy. They definitely showcase kind of some of the spirit that was in the barrel, um, while still complementing that beer style so freaking well. Like it just it goes it goes together perfect. Everything from you know corruption to this, like it's just it's amazing how 
you guys do manage to pair up those barrels with the style, even down to that that uh, wine barrel aged cider that I love that you guys oh, make. Yeah. It's it's just it's it's done so well. I don't think that everybody puts that much thought maybe into what they're putting in barrels or I, I don't I don't know what that is, but um, the barrel aging program here is fantastic. And maybe that's why we're here. <laughs> maybe that is why we're here. Talk about um, that a little bit. What do you guys think about the beer? Let's let's start there. I. I I really like this beer when you're drinking it. You're not going to get overwhelmed with, because uh, he's using fresh bar- fresh barrels, but the beer is not overwhelmed by either the oak or the kind of the, the rye that's still in the in that oak. Uh, you're not going to get a ton of vanilla that's going to overpower the base beer. You're going to get a little bit of caramel. You're going to get a little bit of uh, the kind of like toffee character that you would normally get in the beer. And then that, that rye and the oak and the vanilla character you get is is going to add to it. It just kind of pushes it up to another level. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's, I love it. 11. 11? That's the level. 11.7, 11. yeah. It <laughs> turns it up to 11.7. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trevor, what do you think? I think it's great. One of the first things that I told Randy when we started this venture here with him is the um, barrel character that they get out of the beers is one of my favorites of any barrel-aged beers that I get. I just I can't figure out what it is that that makes it so different here than other places. Like there is definitely a, a distinct style that you have with your barrel aged beers, and that's there's some really great barrel aged beers around town. There's some really great barrel aged beers right here in Northern Kentucky, but there's something different about what you do here, and I don't know what that is. Well, let me share some secrets with you. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the big one really is um, temperature fluctuations. So. If you want a, a a beer that is um, that has bourbon notes to it, right? Um, you can fill the barrel and put it in a um, a cold area, and you know um, wood, right? When, when it's um, when it's cold, you know it kind of it it tightens up and shrinks up, and it'll push the the bourbon out of the wood, so you get a big ass bourbon flavor. Um, so like this one here, um, so we have we have stacks and. And for this one, we, we try to keep it, you know, higher in the stack so that it goes through some temperature swings, just like right. the, the bourbon would. And depending on your your temperature swing, right, um, when, the, when the wood, when it gets warm, it opens up and the beer goes into it. Um, and then, you know, it goes to the temperature swing down, it closes and pushes, pushes all it back out. out. Yeah. So if you're going through the, the temperature swings, the... The beer will go in and out, in and out. Um, you have to be careful on your swings. If you go too hot, then you get in. Um, so if you if you take a bourbon barrel and cut it open um, and look at it, you can see how far the bourbon has gone in. Right. And um, you want to try to keep it in that range um, so that it goes about as far as the bourbon did. Um, and that way you don't get... Um, too much of the oak, um, if that's what you're looking for. So right. if you want it, if you want a beer that's really oaky, you know, you can go hot, cold, hot, cold, and it'll take the beer. It'll open the wood up, and the beer will go back into the to the um, part of the barrel that the the bourbon haven't even touched yet. So you'll get some fresh barrel, and then you can chill it down. It'll you know squeeze it, and so it'll uh, <laughs> so. It'll give you that that the the flavor, and depending on what you're looking for. So we try to um, mimic the um, what the bourbon barrel goes through, right. um, so that we 
we don't have um, the beer going way back into the barrel and getting the new oak. We want to keep it into the kind of the old oak with a the, the nice bourbon infused oak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it just kind of trial and error though, figuring out um, in in your space kind of how the how how it reacts in different different places or different parts of the different parts of the brewery that kind of thing? Is it just like let's try it here and see what this tastes like, and then when something hits good or you kind of know or um, so in, in the beginning we knew kind of what we're looking for we knew what we wanted to do with the barrels right um but finding that place in the building um, where the temperature swings and the getting the you know the the, the the stack height and all that kind of stuff that was a little bit of trial and error it, it, it uh you know i didn't walk around the temperature <laughs> probe trying to figure out where the yeah, and, and, and the, there's a difference between um, summer and winter beers and stuff like that. So even it, we, we can treat it the same, and the the winter beer um, actually goes through more temperature swings than the summer beer, right? Um, because the we have our barrel aging program back actually by a big um, hanging heater, the heater, thing. yeah, <laughs> and and the, uh, and that that'll actually put it through some. Some really nice temperature swings, and I, I, I favor the uh, the beers that were kind of made during the winter, and this one is one that was um, kind of last winter that was right. brought out. And so it has a really really nice barrel character character. But the uh, the bourbons there, a um, the little bit of the barrel, the oakiness is there, but it's not like you're. You know, chewing on a burnt piece of stick, and you know, <laughs> I think yeah. I've had those beers before. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> and and on, on the opposite side of that, I've also had the ones that are, you know, holy crap! Is there any beer in this bourbon? Right, you know, mm-hmm. it's so bourbon. So, so are all of your barrel aged beers? Are they single barrels? Like you're not blending anything from multiple barrels, or are there some where you're blending a couple barrels yeah, to kind of get the? So they're all blends. Um, so we, um, our corruption, that's our, our the, the barrel aged one that we do all year round. Uh, we do a large batch of that, and um, you know that'll, that'll be you know eight barrels all blended together. Um, the, this this uh, Scotsman it was a seven barrel batch. Uh, so it's four barrels, right? Um, and as we're going, you know, um, you you taste each barrel at the end. So I, I'm not a fan of the nail, uh, <laughs> the, the nail pulling. The nail. So right. um, minimum, man, minimum, minimum time. A, bar- a beer has to be in a barrel. It's four months. Don't mess with it. Don't touch it. <laughs> Don't even get near it. You know? I, how how much of a a difference is there when you try one barrel to another? I assume that they're all kind of stored in the same general area. And they are, but um, there are there. So, like when we do corruption, right? Mm-hmm. That's there's eight of those barrels, and yeah, the, uh, there's quite a bit of difference. I, I'm 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 always amazed at the, uh, and and we set and we you know we'll, we'll taste it, um, go through like smelling it. We do pH just to ensure there's no you know problems you know any, any infections or anything like that and the the differences in the just the flavor of the barrels um and there'd be some that'll have like this really rich vanilla character and some of them um you know like a little chocolate character to it and so like that and then that's one thing we've noticed um 
so we've been working with New Ref, mm-hmm. so that they're up, they're a Newport uh, distillery, you know, and we're right here. We're a Newport brewery. Why not try to work together? And and uh, we we talked to them, and they let us use their logo on our packaging and stuff like that. It's a you know important thing, right. local people that kind of work together. So um, it helps you, that you've got such a great distillery in Newport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, um, they use two different barrel manufacturers, um, uh, Kelvin Cooperage and then mm-hmm. um, ISC. I can't remember what IFC stands for, but uh, the, the, the flavor profile from those two barrels, it, it's different. Um, I think the, the Calvin Cooperage, um, we get a big chocolate note from it. And yeah, the ISC one um, at the with the top of the stack that go through pretty wide temperature strings. That's interesting. Vanilla, mm-hmm. just huge vanilla. And, you know, we were talking about this the uh, probably a month ago. Um, some of the barrels, you know, we, we do the, the eight of them and you, you taste them. And if there's that one that's like, holy shit, this is it. We'll separate we'll that keep one. Yeah, we're not blend so, that so, one. Yeah, right. we, yeah, we've been doing it. You know, just just um, we taste them. There's no problem with it, and you know, blend it. But on occasion, there's that one. It's like, Damn, this well, one that's <laughs> that's similar to the same thing that they would do at a distillery. Where if you've got some barrel that's your single, your yeah. magic yeah. barrels, then that yeah. becomes something that you use for a single yeah. barrel and kind of don't necessarily blend that in with the other stuff because it's it's so unique. So what you're saying, it wasn't an original idea. No, no. Damn it. Um, I have bad news for you. Nothing you've done here is an original idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, everything in beer has already been done. <laughs> so all... I don't know. I, I'm still, I, I think that uh, whoever decided to put a bunch of glitter in beer was probably um, an oh, original there... thinker. No. I saw a pizza beer today. Yeah. A pizza beer? A pizza beer. They had cheese melted around the rim of the glass. Huh. That was the first. What an interesting uh, yeah, that, that, choice, yeah. right? I mean, I've heard of people making beer that tastes like pizza before and trying, you know, mm-hmm. put basil and all kinds of shit in there to make it taste like pizza. But cheese on the uh, right. I mean, oh, I, I'm, I'm all, I'm, 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 I'm open-minded and I'm up for anything. But I don't know that I, I, mean, I love cheese. But I don't know that I want cheese on my beer. I don't know. Yeah. Nope. See, I, I'm, a, I'm a weird person. <laughs> I like beer a lot. Right. And I like it to taste kind of like beer, you know. Uh, yeast has its own little flavor. The right. ethanol has its own little flavor and some of the grains and stuff. I really love all those flavors together. But, you know, I don't need it to taste like cereal. Where's that? Where's <laughs> How do you, like, where is that line for you? Because, I mean, I think everybody kind of understands at this point. If you listen to past episodes, they, they get that you are uh, traditional, I guess, is a good way to put it. Nice. Yeah. But, Where's that line, though? I mean, you've you've got New England IPAs now. They're they're trendy and a little bit different. Um, like where where does that sit for you? As far as where does it cease becoming beer and start becoming some kind of other thing? Or do you know? No, <laughs> actually, you know, um, um, what, what a month ago when we were coming, um, so yeah. I, I'm looking at my distributor over here and saying, hey, the last time we were talking. I said, this is the year of doing shit. Yeah. Just doing stuff. Just stuff that, that I would never, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't. So in the, in the brewing side, I'm a right. real technical brewer, and I, 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 I want to know, you know exactly what my brewery is doing. Right? I, I, and when we put together a recipe, even on our small batch stuff, right, 
it comes out like we want it to. And, you know, now we're kind of on our, our fourth year, right? This is we're on our fourth year here at the, uh, and we can put together a recipe. We know exactly what we're going to get out. And, right. and so we're, we're, we're brewing and I don't say it's not, a, not exciting, but you know, we're, we're, I mean, I we, think it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's exciting to see yeah. the it, stuff it that's it's coming out fun. of here. I, yeah. I, I still enjoy brewing. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I still enjoy it, but there's got to, you know, this year, all the stuff that I don't know, we're not really known for. Right. You know, we'll do some small batch stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll do some. We'll see what we can get out of it. There's some some good stuff going on. I've I've seen some labels. I've seen. There's some stuff sitting in a barrel back there that uh, that I think people will be very pleasantly surprised with. (laughs) But it it, does it still stay true to that traditional kind of side of things, or are you are you pushing that too a little bit? Well, so is there a traditional Northeast IPA? I don't know. I I think I, the I Northeast think so. IPA is traditional yeah. in itself. Yeah, exactly. So we have, so we have you know two small batch ones on tap right now. So the, um, so on the barrel aging side. So we are doing a a, a, a more um, like we're we're filling four barrels a month, and we've been doing that for a while now, so that we can um, put some. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but the, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're going to put out, you know, more, you know, barrel aged beers here coming up. And well, we've know. already started seeing that kind of ramp up a little bit with, with more barrel aged products coming out from you guys on a, on a regular basis, more in packaging, you know, that, you know, it was, uh, it, it was when you did corruption the first time, mm-hmm. it was like, Oh, a barrel aged beer. Like this is, this is, this is exciting. This is cool. This is, um, this is different than everything else you guys are doing. And now it's almost like we we're starting to expect you to keep those rolling. <laughs> well, so in, yes. in, in, in the name, right. Wooden cast brewing company. Right. Um, I think the, the when people, their first time in, Oh, all your beers age in wood. No, no, but the, so we, we're still not doing all of them in wood, but you know, we're doing a lot more of them in wood. Yeah. I don't know. I probably said this before on this show, but the name comes from the, way that um, beer used to be served in you know, wooden casks and about being traditional exactly yeah. so <laughs> and good beer right but the uh, yeah the, the more barrel aged stuff not not just bourbon barrel no right. not not just <laughs> bourbon at all <laughs> go ahead well we are, am i allowed to talk about this Sure, why not? What the hell? Okay, yeah. all right. The um, worst case scenario, he'll tell me to edit so it out later. He's got, <laughs> so obviously their relationship with New Riff is, is great, and they're right in northern Kentucky. They, they're they in, you know, the, the, the bourbon state. Uh, but uh, he also got his hands on some tequila barrels, Ooh. and he's going to be um, hopefully in time for... Yeah, we, we got it there. Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. So for Cinco de Mayo, we're going to have a uh, tequila barrel-aged sour come out, uh, which we're looking is very it, much forward to. Is it a Goza? Yeah, Goza. It is a Goza, yeah. Because I don't think I've ever seen anybody try anything else in a tequila barrel. <laughs> and I would be I would be curious to see kind of push into some other... other I don't know what else you would... Do but <laughs> well, yeah. It's a traditional <laughs> beer that's aged yeah. in tequila but barrels. Maybe, maybe cider. I don't. I mean, that might be kind of interesting too to kind of go tequila barrel aged cider. Yeah. Have we? Have there been any of those in around? Yeah, March first did something tequila for one of their barrel aged cider. Yes, 
Huh, dry and dry. I don't yes. know if that would yeah. work out That's, well. that's what some people want, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And like there's another, <laughs> another style of barrel that we're looking for right now. Um, what other styles of barrels? Feed me. Yeah, so you, man, yeah. this rum. He beat us up. Rum. At our last Brandy. Beat our <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're gonna do. Uh, if, if you can get some rum barrel, no, well, uh, so we, uh, we're working on rum. Rum is hard. Rum is hard. Yeah, rum is hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about gin. Oh yeah, gin. that's right. That's, that's okay. right. Yeah, that was our idea, and I advise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're, um, we're, we're looking at that as well. The, yeah, no, that'll um, be, that'll be very and, fun. Um, what are you gonna put in a gin barrel? What are we gonna put in a gin barrel? It's not, I, I mean. I'm not speak English. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think there's a lot of cool stuff uh, associated uh, with this building that I think that uh, it might be fun to to to, to play around with. Yeah. I think I think there's a, there's a lot to there's a lot of history here, and uh, I think it could be very fun what yeah. we can we can come up with. Puzzles, puzzles. Oh yeah. Well, and then, you know the, the the building itself has a massive amount of history, and the you know the old run by the mob or whatever the Cleveland whatever the hell they call it but the, they were a social club yeah <laughs> <laughs> right and, um, so it's hard to you know it, it, how far do you want to go with that kind of stuff you know um, you know some some breweries will that's their whole thing their, their whole shtick is some of the you know the, the history of it and all that kind of stuff right. and we, we, we've tried to not to be all about that, you know. That right. I know we're in Newport, and it used to be called the Sin City, and you know, I try to, to I don't know, shy away from that a little bit, you know. The part of it is also kind of, um, in my opinion, part of it is you know, as you kind of get rolling and as you settle into who you are and what you do, it's kind of figuring some of that stuff out and figuring how that plays into the story of the brewery versus um, coming out of the gate and saying, this is who we are. This is what we're all about. This is, you know, this is our brand. Um, I think there's something that makes it more, more genuine to, uh, to the drinker when it's something that kind of develops over time a little bit and you kind of um, grow into what that is. If that makes sense. The odd thing about this, we are not on camera. We're on, uh, audio here so they can't see that i'm shaking my head yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's the it's kind of the way we're, we're going with that to try to figure out what we you know we, there's a lot of history how much do we want to incorporate that we'll, we'll work it out there, there's and that's that's part of the you know the year of doing stuff you know the <laughs> the stuff that we were you know so we've got all the other shit figured out and now we have to you know figure out a little bit of the fun stuff the the you know, stuff that sometimes can you know make a damn brewery um, right you know the, it's, they do something they'd never thought of doing before and all of a sudden you know that's what you know they get known for i'm like Ugh. this is gonna sound really bad but, okay um, <laughs> goose island right right i mean a little known brewery they do a barrel aged beer and now people line up for damn days to get their barrel aged beer. You yeah. Know? So do, do people still do that? Do people still line up for it? Uh, so they go on social media and say, "I will never line up for that beer," but then they go in line up for that beer. So I think you can uh, get it at Walgreens they now. Still yeah. Buy yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, on sale at Walgreens. <laughs> right. yeah. On sale. On sale. Several years old. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It, the. Um, 
<laughs> he's trying to be politically correct. <laughs> so to your point, they yeah. kind of went above yeah. and beyond what they normally do, took a chance, and it landed. And yeah. it was a big thing for him. It was it was a huge thing for him. Yeah. I mean, it still, I imagine, is yeah. a big chunk of you know who they are as a company and. Um, I don't know. It'd be be an interesting conversation if you could get somebody from Goose Island to really sit down and and talk about it um, right. in depth. That would be maybe, maybe I'll work on that. Let me introduce to you. No. <laughs> now um, that you mentioned it, special guest. Yeah. Let's you talk about doing things differently. Um, in the last what? How long has it been? Uh, five, six months since you guys switched switched food partners yeah, added, four. Uh, <laughs> four months mm-hmm. uh, when oh, did wow. you guys officially open october 18th okay oh you need a beer you need a beer well here's one this. here who's is this it's the ghost beer it's, <laughs> a, it's a beer for the for the history of the building yeah the military guy that died in service <laughs> there's there's always an there's always a beer sitting at a table here somewhere don't drink it because it's uh it's for somebody okay <laughs> He's there. He's just not drinking. Damn. No, I think you can drink that one. I think it's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, you guys, when you opened up, did not have food. Was yeah. was it in the long-term plan that you knew you wanted it, or was that one of those things that all of a sudden you were like, oh, my God, we we need to figure something out. We've got people who aren't coming here because they want to go eat somewhere. We have people that are leaving because they want to eat somewhere. How did that kind of... How did that happen first? Uh, so um, in, the, in the year that it took me to gut this building and make it what we wanted. So I, I would walk you know, up and down uh, Monmouth over here. And, you know, there's, you know, there's Strong's Pizza. There's Newport Pizza. There's, there's a lot of food right here in this general area. And, and my thought, you know, we, we'd, we'd have a try to get a good relationship with the, the food trucks and then kind of the, the local food. And... Because I know nothing about food, man. I know what I like to eat, but but making it and you know that the 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 you know the food industry that's something I know nothing about. And you know that that it, it's you know financially, I know nothing about food, and and that'll be a, a burden that I didn't want to do. So I figured that you know the food trucks and you know the local food would be enough, and. As we're going along, um, we had a pretty good relationship with Newport Pizza um, and some of the food trucks, but, you know, some of the food trucks were difficult to work with and, you know, not, 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 not punctual, not uh, just, you know, you know, just what you think, you know, is going to happen because uh, they're business kind of revolves around the business that you bring in and the people and and um it just didn't the, the food trucks i didn't work out at all um and the the, the local you know the pizza places we had a good relationship with them um but it just you know kind of wasn't enough the you know this this the, the question we hear all that we heard all the time you know people walk in the door oh you got food no but here's the place you can order from oh okay we'll be back you know, eh, crap. Okay, so that's a that's a customer gone right there. You know, you don't get anything from them, and uh, so we decided. Um, and after we, you know, started paying down all the bills of gutting and you know redoing, um, we would you know make this the kitchen section and you know go with that and try to find a partner. But, uh, 
how how did the partnership start? Did you guys, Trevor, did you guys always have in the back of your head, maybe we could go brick and mortar at some point? Sure. Let's, yeah. let's, let's start from the, how did, how did you get into all of this? Let's just start there. Tell me like the story. Into the brewery or into food in into general? Into food in general. Tell, okay. me this, tell me the story. Of um, well, it really just started as a hobby for me doing barbecue um, with no intention of ever opening a restaurant or anything. Right. I just wanted cool smoked I just, meat just that I can smoked make meat all the time. <laughs> Thank you. That I can make on my own. So I started and then um, I think really the jumping off point was in 2017, me and my cousin, who's my business partner, right. decided to uh, enter a barbecue competition so that we had to have a team name. So we got together one night over a couple of beers and somehow <laughs> drunken hog barbecue drunk was born. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's where the name came from. And then uh, we just kind of really got into like doing pop-ups and catering. Uh, we had an opportunity with Westside Brewing. We used to set up there all the right. time. Um, actually, they called and they said, because my wife worked there at the time and their food truck canceled the day before and she called me and said hey is there any way that you could do a pop-up event at Westside tomorrow and I was like no no way I have no no idea how to do any of this stuff <clears throat> so I did it and we kind of got addicted to it and we did pop-ups for about a year and ironically I talked to Karen I think in late 2017 there's a garage out here in the parking lot about converting that into a kitchen and opening a restaurant there. But remember that? <laughs> <laughs> this one here is actually open if you want to sit over here. And it comes with a beer. Comes with a beer. <laughs> but at that time, the timing wasn't right, I don't think, for either of us. And um, So then the kitchen space comes available so i happened to just drive by in like mid-september and i was like oh i wonder if, if she's still interested in doing a kitchen because we're in a in a much different place now kind of as a brand as a company we're kind of looking to take the next step so i just reached out to her randomly and she was like we happen to have a kitchen that we built in the tap room do you want to take it over and i think we met that same day and I met with David that night, and I think was it that afternoon. That afternoon, <laughs> yeah. Like I went to lunch. Four hours. Yeah, it was like yeah. It was pretty Are quick. You supposed to pretend that you're not like eager. You're like, oh, I don't know. I'll see if I can finish. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were both pretty excited about it. So <laughs> really, that. We were within two days of doing it on our own yeah. and didn't want to do that. No, we, we, we've been studying or you know, going around all the different um, food service places and, and trying to put together a menu. And when you texted Karen and said, hey, you still have that brick-and-mortar building over there? I'm like, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so random how that happened. I, 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 you could not oh, have done perfect. better. I mean, yeah. it, anyone who hasn't had the food... Needs to have the food. I mean, this is uh, it's it's a perfect fit, and it, it's. And I'm I'm not 
it's. I'm glad you guys found each other, and I'm I'm not fu- getting anything directly out of this <laughs> there's, there's something that's Thank very you. brilliant about putting barbecue inside a brewery because as soon as you walk in, you get that you smell. smell. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's one thing when you go to a barbecue restaurant; you're already there, you're already planning on eating. But there's got to be a lot of people that walk in the store and like oh, I'm not hungry. Yes, I am. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's a key here, right? So we are traditional beer, and you are. Traditional barbecue. Cheers, my brother. Cheers. There we go. It all works out together. It's a perfect marriage. Yeah. What makes traditional barbecue versus non-traditional barbecue? Um, we kind of make it the way that it's kind of generated over the last hundred years or so. We don't really add anything to it. We don't, um, like, I don't know how to explain it. Basically... The, the main thing that makes it traditional is we smoke it with wood only, nothing other than wood. It goes on the smoker for, depending on what it is, 8 to 12 hours, and it comes off and, and you get, like, brisket sliced with pickles, onions, and a piece of white bread. Yeah. So, and, and, and I see this and I say, you know, so we do traditional beer, right? We don't do all, this is how, we don't do all the fruited crap, but the... Uh, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> the, uh, the brisket isn't injected with you know the the creamy white sauce or whatever you know all right. the other stuff you know Salt it's not injected exactly with all on the, oak wood all the for twelve hours stuff. that's all you need yeah. good there's and again I don't know what it is about the beer here. But it seems like everything is almost designed to go with barbecue to me. <laughs> like, oh, there's something about the the beer styles that you brew and that um, that that personality of the stuff you put on that just it's 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 perfect with barbecue. That's not even getting into the stuff that you've made specifically, you know, collaboration with them, which we should probably also talk about. Oh, yeah. But you know, it just it goes so well with the the whole the whole idea of it. It's it's. It's a match made in heaven. I, I, you know, not that I don't like some of the uh, the breweries that have pizza inside them around town, but like it, I like I like barbecue with my beer. <laughs> like sometimes I just don't like. I think pizza is very hard to uh, to pair up with a beer. You know, if I sit down and I order something at the bar and then decide, hey, I'm, I'm going to grab some barbecue. Chances are, whatever I ordered is going to go really good with the food, and that's that's really hard to do with some other kind of food styles, I guess. So it, it, it works out perfectly for the year of doing stuff, right? The, uh, so Trevor, um, he is the guy that likes all these stuff that I usually don't. <laughs> right? so, so for me, the you know, and and we put together. So he has an idea. So okay, well let's do this. And so I'll, I'll kind of take his recipe that you'll put together and uh, we'll put it together for our system and the grains that we use. And, you know, we, the, the, um, Northeast IPA, you know, I think we did a, a pretty damn good. <laughs> Say it again. New England. I, that's okay. not correct. I love that he calls it a Northeast <laughs> IPA. That's just so perfect yeah. for <laughs> I don't know the style. One of those North by Northeast IPAs. <laughs> Somewhere up there. <laughs> he told me to do it. I did it. <laughs> so, and that's, a, you know, and that we, we did a, a sweet stout, a Russian, not not a Russian imperial. We did a, yes, an imperial a, stout today. The, an imperial sweet stout, uh, yeah, I would it, call imperial, it. Yeah, sweet as hell, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on, actually, the I will say the on my my homebrew system, 
Um, it's I can brew 10 gallons at a time on that system. Today, there's no way in hell we could have fit more <laughs> grain in there. So it was maxed it, out. Yeah, it's maxed out. So and, and when are we going to see that? Um, so because this, keep in mind, this show does not air right away. We've got yeah. a couple no, weeks before, yeah. so it's. I also well, that beer itself will take a couple weeks to to finish out, and the that beer, um, the the true purpose of that beer is to really figure out a good recipe that will go into a barrel at a later date. So we are doing a barrel pick, a, a bourbon barrel pick, um, with. Party source, um, and we will have that bourbon here. So, because we have a full bar with almost 100 bourbons here, but yeah, so we will brew a beer, we'll put it in that barrel, and then you know, after it ages, we'll have like a, a little bit of a release party here, and you can have the bourbon and the beer that came from the barrel that that bourbon was aged in. We need an infused barbecue sauce too with well, the beer, yeah, yeah that's coming too. <laughs> It'll, I think we're going to use the staves from the barrel to smoke the barbecue for yeah. the release and then probably use the bourbon for a barbecue sauce. What can we do with the grain? <laughs> <laughs> it's really the only thing left. Oh, well, grain will feed, feed the, the cow pigs, yeah. or the pig that yeah. can smoke yeah. for, the, for the release. There we go. There we go. <laughs> it comes full circle. Yeah. Um, that's, that's full circle. <laughs> how do you like, you know, this, all of this and like a partnership like this seems very fun and very, um, very exciting. But how, like, how do you keep doing stuff like that over time? Like you guys, um, you, you said you're entering what year? It's the fourth year. Fourth so we're, year. Yeah, we're from the fourth year. So how do you, how do you keep that, that excitement when you come into work and, um, either brew beer or make barbecue or whatever it is. Like, how do you keep that that those gears spinning to not make it to where you're just coming in and and punching the clock? Well, because we have well, so uh, it's gonna sound weird. Trevor comes in, he, he gets the fire, he puts the, the meat on there, and then there's this time span. We has it's smoking and you know, and eight we'll, to ten we'll, hours. Yeah, we'll, we'll set over there at the couch, and we. Talk about stuff. Yeah, like we talked about a, a, a beer dinner. You know, just the other. Actually, that was today. That was when today. We were brewing. Yeah. 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 So you know, um, uh, so it, it's communication. Just, just it may be BS communication. You just you know smacking each other on the butt. Hey, what about, you know, what about this? <laughs> this? You know, so it. it you know, he does the, not smack him in the butt. There's no sexual harassment in the workplace here at Wooden Cast. <laughs> <laughs> he does not work for me. <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I don't know that everybody is as lucky to have somebody like Trevor coming in here when they're brewing or somebody like Michael coming in and say, hey, you know, we, we need to try this and we need to try this and kind of pushing them into these these areas. And like I that's that's my biggest fear right now with a lot of you know, a lot of the people that I know that are in this industry. It's like they've you know, we're starting to hit that point where everybody's kind of settling in a little bit. And in, in my mind, it's easy to kind of get complacent and, and bored with what you do, with what you you know, it's how do you keep pushing that? And I, you know, I. Oh yeah. So we we we've been talking about that stuff. How to, you know, because and this. So I, I usually don't like to read reviews and all that kind of stuff, or even go on that. And but the uh, there, there's a couple of, of 
sites that I go to and, and people, you know, just looking and they always talk about the the the, the older brewery, the 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 people who are, are, are working on the um, getting their standard beers out right now, you know, the uh, well the, <laughs> so the, the uh, um, I was I was talking to somebody uh, about it the other day and you know, I, I'm going to get shit for this, but, um, you know, Mount Carmel is one of those places for me that I love going to Mount Carmel. I love sitting down. I love eating. I love drinking the beer, but I can't tell you the last time I picked it up off the shelf. And like, I, that's, that's an issue with, 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 with how I'm drinking and why I'm drinking. Like I can't figure out as this all keeps growing. And that's, you know, that, that might even be a whole different kind of topic well, in itself. The craft uh, beer was always about. I love you, Mount Carmel, for the record. I love Mount Carmel. I mean, um, they've been around forever. Uh, But craft beer has always been about bringing better beer to people who would otherwise not have it. You know what I mean? Like, they... You, it was always about the customer, the person, the person who was drinking the beer, giving them a better beer experience. Right. Well, when you go to the Wooden Cask website, what's it say? The you deserve a well-crafted, more flavorful beer. <laughs> like, the, I, you know, I yes, we all deserve that. But like, we 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 also we've got a lot of it now too. Like, and it's hard to kind of figure out what that means today versus what it meant. You know. You know, in in 1989. I thought that was Killian's Irish Fred. <laughs> and it was. That's my jam. I drank the hell out of that beer. But yeah. But it's I I think it's also like there's a danger now of some breweries kind of settling into this thing. Well yeah, I make I make, you know, well crafted, flavorful beer, yeah. not understanding what's happening around them and, and watching these changes that are happening and um, it's a it's it's a weird industry right now. So I mean, we have we have meetings with our uh, Adina distributing all the time, at, at least once a quarter, and yeah. we're trying to we try to listen to them, you know, and and, and they do. I'm a stubborn <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I, I like traditional styles of beer. I do. I like it, and so you know, like I said this year is the year of doing stuff, the, the trying stuff that you know that. that isn't what I beer I like to drink, but it, it you know, like the the is it New England IPA? <laughs> no, just yeah. see now it's not as fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I've been you know going to all the different places and drinking those style of beer, and 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 actually I'm not an IPA fan. You know, I'm not a big IPA guy. And we were at a a, a place the other day and had a, a beer by this West Coast brewery trying to do that style. And it was so damn sweet. Holy crap. It was like putting powdered sugar in your mouth and, you know, with a little bit of, it was a strawberry or whatever it was. And yeah, the, <laughs> ah, God, I couldn't, I struggled to finish that 12 ounce sample, you know. The, Where do you, like, how do you, there's, a lot of people that would say that's what a lot of drinkers are looking for now is the sweeter, fruitier kind of beers. How do you how do you find that balance for for you and for who you are and what you want to do with with wooden cask versus what maybe somebody comes in and is is begging you to make? Like how do you find that balance? I mean, we could we could take it to a whole seltzer kind of side of things too because that's the when easy but that's the easy hears. way to go. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, you had the the Drunken Hog beer, right? Yes, I freaking love it. It's a fantastic beer. That was a very successful beer for us at Adina, and uh, it tasted great. Randy, I'm, I'm sure you like drinking that beer. No, yeah. Everyone seemed to like it, and it was a unique beer. It had, it had a, a smoke characteristic, and it still fit perfectly within what Wooden Cask was doing. And, you know, we're talking about Wooden Cask figuring out who they are, but, I mean, uh, this is a team that's been doing this for a long time. Right. They know who they are, but sometimes you're figuring out who people want you to be without changing who you are. That's what I'm curious and, yeah. about. Like, so how it, did that it, it, balance of, of letting yourself grow as, as, as this all keeps changing and keeps evolving, but still maintaining what what everybody loves about you like how do you well, how do you make that, if, you randy, that if randy started doing a bunch of juicy lactose milkshake ipas with care bears on a 16 ounce can <laughs> like we all know that that was kind of sad right like we were like oh man what happened <laughs> uh, but you know like, I, mean, <laughs> I would buy them i think that we there we all know that they're uh, they're i mean putting um there's a lot of different beers that he were able to make that that people do like that that you're going to be able to say this is a wooden cask beer, but this is what this is what the the people drinking beer want to drink, and I think that there's plenty of overlap, and I think we've seen that with a lot of the barrel aged stuff, right? And and with uh, you know with the the beer that Trevor and and Randy cooked up, I I, I love that beer by yeah. the way. I think it's it's fantastic. It um, I. Don't know if I drank it on the show or the lives. I, I drank it at some point on some kind of thing where I was talking into a microphone. But um, it's like this perfect balance between everything. Like there's a lot of smoked beers that just kind of go balls to the wall smoke oh, yeah. just to be a smoked beer. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah, imperial yeah. stouts that just go so heavy on the alcohol that it's like you just can't get the character of the beer at all. And this doesn't go heavy on either of those things it's like this perfect balance between that man it's it's absolutely fantastic i i i love that beer it's very well done very well done and i've got a six pack at home that i'm actually i found that i like it um kind of like the other barrel aged beers we have i like them more room temperature kind of when i'm saying room to like 65 degrees a little warmer i it's yeah. very easy in my house with yeah. a with a toddler. I don't get to drink anything quickly. Oh. It takes me a really long time to get <laughs> It's really hard to uh, to drink a beer while you're pretending to be a lion. I learned that. <laughs> yeah. So, which, for the record, I don't know why I always have to be Mufasa because he's the lion that dies, and I don't know why that's a thing oh. in my house. But man, I we're we're gonna have to go some therapy or something here. Me or her, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, whole, the whole beer styles thing, you know, the, and then we do, we do traditional European styles of beer. So um, we do a fruited we, I, well, in yeah, the summertime. Yeah, true. A goza. Yeah, but, it'll be a tangerine this year. But the um, so the Hopper House is like six blocks away. We don't so talk we, about we them to... on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's where you got arrested. <laughs> I got arrested outside of Hofbrau. I wasn't even actually at Hofbrau House when I got arrested. <laughs> so, so you know, they do their the whole lager thing. That's them, you know. That we, we can so we we can do loggers. We do our number one 
beer up there. That's a lager beer. We can do it, but, you know, kind of out of respect for them or respect for you try to respect kind of your, your, your breweries around you, right? right. We're, our, we, we have a style that we like. They have a style that they do. We, you know, there's some tiny bit of overlap, but we don't want to, you know, get into their face, get into their scene, you know. Do you but, think everybody else puts that kind of thought into what they're making? I don't know. But that, I, that's I'm my thought, kind of you what know? you think. Like, yeah, do you, that's, do you that's in, my... in a city like Cincinnati where we've got, what, 70, 70 technical breweries right now, unless you include uh, Platform and... Uh, Brewdog. Is, is it really 70? 70. So someone it's actually really brewing licenses. There was one of those, you know, today. best yeah. beer in Cincinnati things going on, and they had all of the, you know, Platform, they had Brewdog, they had all of the outside. I think there was an Anheuser-Busch thing in there, and it's like, what the hell is this, man? And you had to give you email and address and all that shit to sign up. But, uh, I, I didn't vote. But do you? <laughs> I, you know, I get enough damn spam. I don't need another one. Yeah. Do you think that uh, a lot of those breweries are putting that thought into what they're making and who they are the same way and kind of trying no. to find that niche? Or do you think everybody's just trying to cast this really big, wide net to get as many of us as they can. Uh, so on the on the the the, the smaller the microbrewery scene, I think we're, we're 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 trying to be the you know you know your own focus. Um, there are you know, some of the larger breweries that will cast a giant ass net and right. trying to you know whatever whatever is popular now. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And you know, the, this is probably a good time to to, to announce the uh, launch of the wooden cask locale IPA, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but but so but Lenny Lager is it one hundred calorie beer? You've got beers up there that I'm sure are locale. I, I, I you know I've got a tweed yeah. sitting in front of me. There's no way this is a high calorie beer. No, so and that's and so that's a weird thing. We we talk about this on occasion. My wife and I we we run the business together, and we're always here together, and we and the the. the trend thing that you know now the low calorie beer damn dude we've been doing that from day one so but it's not something that we advertise why it's, uh, um because most people beer. don't want a low calorie beer when they if they're paying six dollars for it they don't want it to be low calorie so we'll see how it goes this year. It'll be a fun year for those guys. <laughs> but the year of doing stuff. Maybe we'll yeah, not, start, to, not yeah, to bring up the, the, the seltzer thing because we do that way too much on this show, but why are people buying seltzer? Like I I is it because they um, think it's it's because it's, seltzer is about as tasty as light beer, uh, but a little bit more dignified. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's not more to, dignified. If you talk to the big guys, <laughs> seltzer is the, you know, the, I don't know if I can say, but like Coors Light, Miller, all those guys. The, that's the scene that is being just tortured by all the seltzer. So you, if you look at it, all of the big guys, they now have their own seltzer. Right. And, you know, we, we, we will do a seltzer for... Tap room only. Oh, God. the year of new things. Table just passed out. <laughs> I, I just, I, you know, I, I can't figure out, like, the... Um, does it make sense... But does it make sense to, to be a little bit louder and tell people, hey, we... We've always had low calorie beer. We, if that's what you're looking what for, here it is. What if you did a beer flavored seltzer? 
<laughs> Isn't that Bud Light? It's <laughs> <laughs> clear. Yeah, yeah. There's that Zima. No, that, yeah, the whole <laughs> probably was. No, but no, it, it's a uh, it, that that's an odd. So it goes back to your, you know, what's in your heart. What's what? What, what do you? But uh, again, how do you like? How do you figure out how to toe that line? How do you? How do you push yourself to the point of saying yes? We're we're okay with making a uh, uh, a northeast IPA, but you know, we're, <laughs> but you know, we're not going to advertise our three point. What, how, what's the percentage of this beer as low calorie? Like, how do you? How do you figure that out? How do you figure out where where you where you push where you don't? I don't know that that's a, a, a an advertising thing, and the uh, and again that that's you know they're, they're, some of these breweries they uh, they have huge advertising budgets and right. you know people and some people even say there's a couple of breweries in town that are advertising agencies that brew beer. There are a couple and, people at breweries that said that about themselves. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, and it's a popular joke. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's the. Uh, so uh, I guess really um, it depends on your ultimate goal, right? So what, what, what Karen and I decided when we were kind of putting this stuff together, yeah, we want to we want to brew enough beer, right, so that we can um, pay good salaries, um, but not have you know like a, um, a manufacturing plant where we're you know we have you know two and three you know ships of people and it just you know the the third shift people don't really feel aligned with the first shift, you know. So the uh, this, we, we, we're very passionate about the things we do. Um, so we want to keep it um, in, in that realm. And, and I think that's the, you know, when you, when you start to feel non-passionate about what you do, and I'm, um, I'm not passionate about seltzer, but you know, <laughs> some of the, <laughs> the people that come in, um, they'll ask, oh, do you have a seltzer? No, we do not have a you know. And, yeah, yeah, the uh, so yeah, we. I've met very few people that are passionate about seltzer. Uh, the record. So, so that, that's, I name a couple, that, but that's and that's it. a weird thing. So you know, the, the and if you're, yeah, that, I, you know, I don't want to get too deep into that. But if you're not passionate about it, then why the hell do it? You know, the it it we can you know we can do a small batch you know seltzer and. You know, have the the twenty people that come in and ask for it or something like that. You know, can you the, make some kind of like malt syrup that you can put on the counter or on the on the bar for people to like squirt in there if they want to pretend that they're drinking beer? Yeah. Well, I, just hey, go, after, after, go full circle with it. So after about you know five or six of these uh, barrel aged the, the, the aged Scotsman, I'll make a seltzer for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take. Time to cool down. <laughs> what gets so, it's a bigger picture? What gets you excited about what's happening in Cincinnati craft beer right now? What is besides here, obviously, because you know it's, you should be excited about what you're doing. But bigger picture, oh, there's a lot. There's so many new breweries opening up in the area, and and is that always the, exciting though? Uh, well, it, there's it an is. opportunity to, to define yourself. Yeah. You know, and, I think that now you don't have to you know you don't have to worry about um you know people are aware of craft beer and uh now it's it's kind of a it is kind of about making sure that you have the um you know ability to back it up with uh something that the people appreciate it 
so craft beer. So you know, you, you go to um, we went to uh, North Carolina, uh, Asheville, right? And shit, you can walk to twenty different breweries. That right? city uh, is built on craft yeah. beer, basically. Yeah, right. You, you go to San Diego. You, you know, you go to you know some the um, yeah, Portland. You know, you go to all these different places, and you can walk to you know, you know, twenty different breweries, and you know. A night, and most likely not get arrested. Yeah, just don't right. end it halfway. <laughs> yeah. But so, and that so it, you become more of a destination, and 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 in that, you know, your your your, your focus, your style, you could you know, perfect your craft, and and it, it eventually, you know, or, or or occasionally, not eventually, occasionally, step outside your comfort comfort zone, and you know, do something you're not. Do you think we're getting close to that point in Cincinnati where we're going to see more breweries that are figuring out who they are better? Maybe like there's to me, there's only a handful of breweries that I can. If somebody asked me what kind of beer they made, I could actually give you a really good description of that. So I, I think there's, since there's it, not a lot of places that is pretty. They're pretty specific. Each, you know, I, I, you know. The, so, well, so I will say fretboard music. Right, right. So I mean, there's there's a few uh, traditional style, um, Ryan guys, hoppy styles, you know. <laughs> the, so the, uh, the it, it, everyone has sour, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there, there's a few breweries, and and or you know the, the smaller, I'm sorry, the, the smaller the the, the less um, beer you have to put out into distribution, and the kind of the, the wider the the, the the you know you can be more flagrant with your styles or whatever the because um, if you're tap room only you don't have to worry about that beer that you know goes out to say Kroger's that has to be the same every damn time you know if you have a you know customer that buys your six pack of our our Pacific Time IPA available at Kroger's <laughs> you know, the, um, they want that to taste the same every damn time so if you don't have that um, you're not really worried about it. You can brew um, uh, nine giant. Nine, exactly. Yeah. See, that's my wife, Karen. They're just answering right. for me. <laughs> Twenty-three years. The um, um, if you're not worried about you know putting stuff out in package, you could brew different beers all the time, and and that's that you know that that's kind of the, the, the fun side of it. And but we are kind of in our original business plan, um, or kind of a packaging brewery with the tap room and um, you know that we have another here also one of the last holdouts on bottles yeah oh yeah well because we 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 bought the bottling (laughs) line before we had the damn building (laughs) rent a storage space to keep all that stuff in and yeah because package is important i mean i i do know Again, yeah. will tell you. Again, I've got a toddler at yeah. home. Yeah. Packaging, packaging is very important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the is second important, we yeah. move to a canning line, bottling will be cool again. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're probably we're, true. We've been looking at, at, at you know, canning lines and stuff like that. And but the the the, the thing that we that, that I would you know as a, a brewer, um, oxygen and the um, I would like to have a canning line that does. Um, like a, a double purge with, um, I don't know. And, and we, we, there's a lot of stuff that they, right. that the the ones that are you know fifty sixty thousand dollars that don't do 
and you got to get up into the hundred and twenty-five, hundred and thirty thousand dollar bottling lines, you know, that do the, the the counter pressure fill to you know keep oxygen out, all that kind of stuff. And um, uh, I just I will say that if you are the last bottles on the shelf, they will stand out with whatever <laughs> anybody else. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> yeah, There's still some people. There's a few. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, they're, so, well, we will we'll have both systems because our we have a six head Mahine and can't it, sell it for nothing. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, it, but the end package is important. I mean the the. So when I first started, you know, in, in the brewing industry, um, marathons, all that stuff, that was they, those were gas stations. Yeah, yeah, Bud Light yeah. and Budweiser. And that's yeah, exactly, it. And, yeah. and that was it. Yeah, and and now they, you know, they have lounges out back, all bottle oh, shops. Man, and, good yeah. stuff. <laughs> I was drinking in one last room. Yeah, exactly. So my local kind of bar is in a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Speedway did not have beer caves. You know, right, all that right. Kind of stuff. So I mean, the industry has industry has changed a lot, and but the the. The liquid that's inside of a bottle in a can really isn't, you know, that much different. And I know that the a lot of people think that the can is better for oxygen ingress for some reason. I mean, I in, in theory, it should be in no, theory. So, but the, the the canning systems, the 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 systems that are out right now aren't very good unless right. it, it, it it's. I don't want to talk shit, but, <laughs> but you have to a little bit. Yeah. Trevor, what gets you excited about what's happening in craft beer in Cincinnati right now? I Everything. I love craft beer in Cincinnati. I love oh, that. Yeah. So when I go out, here, kind of talking about what we were talking about before and like kind of all the different breweries, when we go out and we plan a night out, we want to go to four or five breweries that are within five minutes of each other. Right. And we're pretty close to achieving that in Cincinnati. Maybe not five minutes, but you don't Depends have to go very far to hit. Right. You're an Uber drive away from five or six different breweries, and you can yeah. get flights at each one, try every beer at each one. So stuff like that gets me excited about craft beer. It just it, it just keeps getting better and better. Like I keep looking at like a place will announce that they're in planning for a part of town. I'm like, oh, that's perfect because now that ties this with this, and it connects this exactly. whole other little little trip that you can do. It's um, it just it gets exciting. It's, it's fun. It's kind of that Asheville vibe where, like you were saying, yeah. when I go to Asheville, we just kind of start at the bottom of the loop and just walk around and hit right, every yeah. single brewery that we can. We're not in walking distance of of a ton now, but you can still get out and get to a bunch of breweries in a short period of time. When there, there are little pockets of town where you're starting to get these little walking areas with a couple breweries or a few breweries. But yeah. um, it's also it's Cincinnati. We don't walk here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I'll say. The, um, the walking group. Um, so when we didn't have a restaurant, um, we had the dog walkers, right? Mm -hmm. The, um, end of the day you get home you have to walk your dog and there'd be people who would you know they would visit um braxton us and um 
darkness all in the same mm-hmm. night. And when we had food, it pissed people off. <laughs> 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 anymore. Oh, I'll just I I walk over you, can have, <laughs> you can't have dogs anywhere now. I don't know. But yeah. in the summertime, so, you can still have your dogs on the patio and get food. Yeah. Yeah, it was a. That's a whole other topic we could. Uh, <laughs> we, could we could bring kids up the. Let's not touch such a controversial <laughs> subject. Dogs and or kids and breweries. <laughs> I prefer dogs. <laughs> it depends on the dog and it depends on the kid. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we, we've had dogs that just sit there and just bark at everybody and. Yeah. Listen, the little bitty dogs that people you know carry with them. Yeah, those are the yappy little things that just. <laughs> <laughs> but. To, uh, well, no, we won't dig into that. <laughs> no, we, we won't yeah, go there. Do we, we won't. Um, Let me get this all angry. <laughs> what do you want people to know about Wooden Cask that you think they don't know right now? Um, actually, we have a, a, a full bar. So this is one of the things in this year we've been working on. So almost 100 bourbons over there. We make wine on, we make wine here and... Um, cider. It's a full bar, so yeah. It's, there's there's a there's a few breweries that have have spirits available. You guys kind of went and uh, and said, you know, if we're gonna have it available, we're gonna do it right. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're you're in I, Northern Kentucky. You have I to. I actually uh, bought a barrel of bourbon on Friday. <laughs> Where, where's that? Not to put it on. So and that's one of the actually. You know, I've never been a bourbon person. You know, it usually, I, you know, I'm a Kansas boy, right? When we drank bourbon, it's like, blam, shoot, you know, right. shoot it back and get screwed up and not remember the whole next day. So we did. Um, so we started work, working with um, the Cuffington Police Department and the Thin Blue Line project. And we started to learn about um, bourbon. So they do uh, barrel picks, and they they bring the barrels to us. We put a beer in it, and you know sell it as a you know kind of a, a, a charity event for them. And so in talking with those guys, we learn how to one taste bourbon. You know, which most if you're doing shots, you don't taste it. You, just, you know, so we learn you know to taste bourbon. Actually, it's like holy crap, I I like bourbon. And you know you can get you the, have to get past that initial uh, shock of burn. the alcohol. Yeah. Once you yeah, get past yeah. that, you start to yeah. pick apart the flavors. Uh, so, and there's a tasting method that will help you get past that. Which I didn't know either. You know, right. so the uh, yeah. You, once you start drinking it properly, Karen's drinking bourbon right now <laughs> with the special ice cube that she makes. <laughs> so, yeah, the, um, but yeah, so it, it's a. I I really enjoy you know bourbon and and. You know, we we've been doing some wine classes and trying to figure out the whole wine side as well because we're sort of we're making wine here and that we try to do the best we can. Brings so. up a whole another topic that is probably way too uh, big to dive into. But is there any interest in distilling? That's the uh, the next big kind of thing that we There's see. There's a certain guy that keeps trying to get us to buy a still. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, yeah, uh, so it, it's. So making beer is... If it's the one I'm thinking of, it might already be sold. Yeah. No, uh, no. No. Just, uh, no, no. Okay. A dude, he, he tells us you should buy a still, and he gotcha, sends gotcha, me gotcha. <laughs> there, there was There was one in town that I think was for sale that I don't think is anymore, yeah. and I'm not supposed to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. So, uh, it, it, 
at, at this point, you know, we're uh, our hands are a little bit full. It would be too much, yeah. too much fire suppression that you'd have to change in the building. Yeah, the, 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 the another license. Area. I mean, the TTB yeah. literally said if you get a distilling license, we're coming in and we're looking right, yeah. at your place. Right. You can't just. Yeah, so it's another. I mean, it, it you know, beer, cider, and wine, having bourbon, all that stuff. That that's that's a lot of regulatory stuff, and that's the the, the part of this. So I you know I, I try to help any any small brewery that comes in or anybody that that's um, you know wanting to put a brewery in in the area. And we we've, we've probably had you know thirty or so breweries come through, just walk through and help them, you know lay out their brewery, lay out, you know, tap rooms and stuff like that. And the, uh, the regulatory part of all that, you know, you, you federal state and local, and each one of those things has its own regulatory right. system. And yeah, uh, uh, at this point it, it, it's, you know, it, uh, it's, it's mean, enough. That's what it's, it's, <laughs> it's, to segue to that. New Riff is already doing good bourbon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we've kind of partnered with them. For the barrels. For the barrels. Right. So it's like, yeah, why try to compete with them? Yeah. I was just we more can... curious from a creative standpoint if getting into bourbon kind of starts those gears turning. Like, I, I wonder. I mean, if I win the lottery, sure. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. heard it here I'll first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, hey, it... And, and getting into it, yeah. So we've enjoyed some, you know, we've done some barrel picks, um, you know, the Weller, Barton, the Remus. Yeah. The, so it's been fun. You right. know, the, that side of it, it, it's an interesting side. And it, you know, it, it's helped, I think, in you know, relaxing a little bit. Of, yeah, I'm doing traditional beer, you know. Yeah. The, <laughs> oh, the, just getting to do Bourbon will do that. It helps you relax. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so, if people want to know more about Wooden Cask, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of those things, you guys are all over the place. Uh, the website, woodencask.com. That's way easier than a lot of places are. <laughs> um, Michael, how do people find out more about Adina and some of the things you guys have going on? Oh, some you of can, the, the brands that are you allowed to uh, to legally tell us? <laughs> uh, you guys can you can you can find out. But one one thing I'll add about wooden cask. I mean, we have seventeen ninety nine six packs of uh, barrel aged beer from wooden cask. Uh, you can find it wherever good beer is sold uh, in Ohio. <laughs> And at that price, <laughs> we, we if you want to buy it, you should go to Ohio. Yeah. And <laughs> well, well, in go. Kentucky, we're in a little situation, but well, you can, you can, you can, you can buy it here at the uh, the tap room too. I won't be offended. So that 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 price point. So we we talked to Michael in the very beginning um, when we're when Michael was setting up Adina uh, about the, the price point and you know trying to the the. You know the the barrel aged beer that's you know there all the time. It's not a it, it's it, it, we don't do that special release right. on that side. You know, so we worked yeah. on that you know for, for for quite a long time, and you know we think we worked 
and got to that 1799 thing that he wanted. So, you know. <laughs> well, who's to say that, that there won't be some extra special beer that won't come out sooner or later that it yeah. uh, oh, yeah, yeah. may exceed that price point. So we'll, yeah. we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's the... <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, it's a, and again, this is, you know, right now where we're at, we think we're, we're in that, that zone where, like I said, the, the, the brewing side, um, I can put together a recipe and I know our equipment and it'll come out exactly the way we want it. And so this year, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to do some stuff um, that I'm not comfortable with. <laughs> is there is there also some kind of fun in knowing that that you're being pushed outside of your comfort zone a little oh, bit? Yeah. I yeah. Oh. I would think that as a as a brewer, there's part of it is that's part of the fun of it is just trying new stuff too. And yeah, yeah the unknown, the the well, like today, right? The, uh, so we, we we did a you know the, the imperial smoke coffee stout and. And we had uh, our efficiency on the mash was like a couple of um, degrees lower than we wanted. So we had to figure out later how to, you know, boil, you know, like half hour longer to get right. the, it. So that kind of stuff to me is fun. <laughs> it was fun. It sounds, yeah, it sounds nerdy as hell. But it sounds very nerdy. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but that, you know, as, as we're going, stuff, you know, but that's craft beer, right? Right. So as stuff is going... If it's not what you want, then you know make some changes to get it to what you want. Figure that, it out. That's that's craft beer. You know, that, right. That's that's the craftsmanship of craft beer. Right. So, that's where that name comes from. <laughs> <laughs> craftsmanship. Yeah. yeah exactly. um, Trevor, how do people find out more about Drunken Hog? What's the easiest way? Uh, probably Facebook or uh, DrunkenHogBBQ.com. BBQ.com. And come down to Wooden Cask. And, yeah, come down, <laughs> come down, get some beer, get some barbecue. <laughs> you get within ten feet of the door, you'll be able to smell it. Not even that, because you got the the smoker out there in the parking lot. Right. And it, uh, I so tell that, you, that that is difficult because we we, we oh, it's got to be torture I, for I, you guys. I, I love smoked meat, man. That's <laughs> it's got to be torture. I like I'll go around yeah. the corner and get coffee, and, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh my god, you smell delicious." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've never said that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that when I come, my, my poor wife, who uh, is, you know, obviously on a very restrictive diet and she can't drink beer and she can't eat any of the good food that she wants to eat, I'm going to walk in the door and she's probably going to be pissed off at me that I smell like beer and smoked meat. <laughs> oh, that, that reminds me, you guys do to go? We do to go, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> And Grubhub. And Grubhub. <laughs> and Uber Eats. Yeah, there you go. Again, that's a whole other uh, a whole other show in itself, talking about Uber Eats and Grubhub. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the sale of beer. That, the, all the stuff that's happening with that, the, you know, more, more, more and more states are getting the direct ship. And yeah. the, working on that yeah, this year. I know. Actually, isn't it, um, Amazon is working on selling beer through their system if i can order from my house yeah, up in butler a- county and get a hot thing of barbecue and a cold thing of beer at the same time then i'll be impressed what a time to be alive <laughs> Amazon. delivered by drone <laughs> <laughs> they've been talking about that for a while oh, I, can, yeah. I can tell you all kinds of fun stuff that's uh, that's the other side of my life <laughs> I, uh, I can tell you all kinds of fun drone stuff about amazon um thank you guys very much i appreciate oh, this cool. and uh um 
keep up the good work. This this is one of those places that really makes me happy to uh, to come to and see what it is. There's not that I don't love every brewery in town because I really do. There's something I love about everybody, um, almost everybody, and. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I love you all. Um, but this is one of those places that I think is doing something really unique and really special that not everybody has the ability to do or the guts to do. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that you guys do. So thank you very much. Ah, thank and you. It's been good. We'll be back next week. And I have no idea what that is because I don't actually know what week it is right now because of the way the schedule is. <laughs> Today <laughs> is February 11th. Oh, see, now you ruined it because it's, when I listen to it, it's not. <laughs> Uh, everybody check out Wooden Cask come down here and and, (laughs) sorry it doesn't matter everybody understands the way it works Um, drink some beer and if you can't make it down here just get to uh, to your favorite beer store and buy some and drink it and tell people about it and yeah share the show too I should have said that (laughs) 